and welcome back to this week's episode of the Mike the Gardener Gardening Podcast, sponsored by those lovely people at Natural Grower, who supply plant-based products for both organic and chemical-free gardening and your houseplants. Crammed with certified organic growing power, if you're looking for amazing results with all of your fruit and vegetables, your flower beds, your lawns and houseplants, then Natural Growers award-winning certified organic peat-free compost and fertiliser knock the socks off chemical products. All products are certified organic, 100% chemical-free and 100% peat-free. And those lovely people at Natural Grower have given me an exclusive 10% discount off all products for my listeners. Just pop Mike 10, M-I-C, the number 10, in the apply coupon field when you check out. Well, hello and welcome back. It's lovely to see you again. Well, of course I can't see you, but you know what I mean. It's lovely to be back here again. How is your summer going? Well, I've got to be honest and say here in the UK, it's been disappointing. It's been wet. It's been a very wet July. Um, August hasn't been brilliant. But today I'm clinging on to the positive here, clinging on desperately. The sun is out. The skies are blue. There's a slight breeze, but I'll take it because it's better than we've had for a long time. Now, I promised we would come back for a special or a couple of specials slot from the plots when we finish series five. And so good as my word is, we are back here. And today we are heading up to Ben and Otis's allotment to see what's been going on. And there's been a lot. There's been a lot going on. So uh, join us now while we talk and have a wander around the plot and for all of you who have contacted me to ask when there will be more, when will Series 6 be coming along, it's a work in progress and I'm hoping we will be back sometime in September, probably the middle of September. So watch this space on that one. Uh, so without any further ado, let's head off to the allotment. Hello. 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 Oh, you are there. You are there. Right then. Um, well, we're back. We're back on the plot. We haven't been up here for a few weeks, but I know it's going well because we've had a lot of the harvest come our way, which is very, very nice. The big glut. The big glut. Is that you or me? That's you. <laughs> I always know I can get up rid of it to you. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, I always yeah, say yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> right, we're here. The first thing I'm looking at for me is always going to be the flowers and the dahlia patch is amazing. So this is Ben's dahlia patch. Wow. But now it looks quite good. I don't mind it being mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, earlier in the year when it was just starting to grow away, you weren't interested. And I was like, oh, the dahlias are coming on. Yeah, let's have a look at the veg. But that looks amazing. Um, you've got so many different varieties of dahlia here. Do you know any of the names or is it just a, a mix? There's a mix. There's Cafe Lay and Thomas Edison and um, Seattle, but I'm not sure. There's so many different ones there. I mean, you've got cactus, you've got pom-poms, you've got decorative. And single ones, there's, there's loads here. And, and it's, also, it's also very good having a well patch like this because we haven't been buying cut flowers now for the last couple of months nearly, so. Yeah, and I, we had a delivery of dahlia flowers yesterday, <laughs> which is lovely. We've got two vases of dahlias, so it is, um, it's lovely. And because there's a real mix of colors as well, 
And because we're using them as cut flowers, we're not so bothered about them doing like the debudding as much as we have. We've tried it on a couple, and yes, you do get the bigger blooms and just one big one instead of like three little flowers. But for a vase at home, that's fine for us. Right, we're on again. Sorry, I pressed the stop button right in mid-sentence. I'm supposed to know what I'm talking about, supposed to know what I'm doing, but I clearly don't. Seems very typical. There's always some sort of interference, isn't there? <laughs> yeah, usually you. <laughs> so, what were we saying? Um, you're talking about disbudding. So, for anybody who doesn't know, what is disbudding? Well, you, um, when you get um, the buds on the dahlias, you then get some side shoot um, little uh, buds further down. Yeah, so, so you've got you like the main... Remove those yeah. kind of thing and leave the main one and you get your bigger better bloom kind of thing because it's not putting all the energy Jeez. into three buds it's putting yeah. it into one bud any particular favorites here i, I can see i'm not favorites. sure which one I'm, I'm not sure what it's called though this one here that it's looks creme de, cass creme de yeah, cassis, cassis. Yeah, it, yeah creme de cassis mm. so it's a lovely sort of soft apricot color on the top but underneath it's like um a red burgundy wine ready winey color which is beautiful that's and that's a decorative one and i think thomas edison has to be my favorite day yeah, i'm sorry i just love that so much <laughs> one this pom-pom one but i don't know who he's called with the pomp now see i never used to like pom-pom dahlias that's not what i heard when you used to go cheerleading <laughs> <laughs> but i do now i mean this one here yeah. um yeah like dark dark red wine going to like just vibrant red underneath isn't it it's lovely isn't it really and that's a that's a pom-pom um, and there's that one there it's like a real sugary pink one which isn't a full pom-pom but that's also very nice as well just for pick a couple just picking yeah. a few while we're <laughs> so it's working and podcasting this one here this is like a, a yellow cactusy that's um, not for you is it Mike? that's definitely not me it's sort of <laughs> this one screams a little bit it's yellow and red stripy splashes um thomas edison here this one's very nice the the, the sugary that, pink with the that, yellow center i'm not sure on the name again but that one has been the most prolific one we've had that's always in the bouquets at home lovely <laughs> really really lovely and you've got dark leaf dahlias you've got green dahlias green leaf dahlias as well um yeah i'm so impressed with this i might even have to get an allotment now <laughs> they are very um closely planted together next year we're actually going to give a little bit more space over them so but at the same time we're on a windy site so they are actually supporting one another instead of tying them up yeah and it, again it's windy here today um but they are they are sort of like helping each other aren't they because they're, they're sort of cheek by jowl it's never normally windy here when i'm here on my own now i'm gonna have to take a picture of this so that we can put it on the podcast notes otis has just picked about a dozen or so of the dark burgundy wine pom-pom daily we were just talking about they are just it's just a perfect little bouquet so i'm going to take a picture as we're talking <laughs> so we can put that on the oh that's lovely that's really nice <laughs> right, right. To the vegetables <laughs> onto the vegetables so what's been what's been happening with the vegetables a lot so up here we have um put in about five weeks ago some curly kale which i'm afraid got mr um caterpillar in there yeah that's but, um, unfortunate but that's because we didn't get the net on in time so hopefully they're going to grow out of that and come yeah. on but we shall see okay so that's a work in progress and then we have parsnips which are starting to fit well starting to fill out in the bottom but yeah it's still a way to go yet okay but looking i mean the, the top growth is healthy yeah. but obviously it's what goes on underneath that's most important and then we have um this is carrot fly away so it's the one hopefully you don't get um carrot fly and have you had any carrot fly last year we did so but um also the first batch we found them so difficult to grow in the ground here and we've been talking to other allotment people and they've said try and elevate your carrots so they're higher up 
So why why is it a problem with growing them in the ground then? They say the carrot carrot fly fly at a certain level. Yeah, they do. Yeah. So if you can go grow above that level, it's better. So I've now got a couple of raised beds that we're going to use next year ah. to um, to elevate them, whichever plot holders have done. Yeah, you're right. I remember that now. Carrot fly do go at a certain level. So if you can go above. So moving down from the carrot fly and the um, carrots, we have perpetual spinach, which um you can use in smoothies or just wilt it. Mm. Fry it, kind of thing. Well, not fry it. Whatever you do with it, stir fries and stuff, isn't it? Yeah, you hear. I mean, wil- wilted spinach is quite the dish, isn't it? These days, everybody's like, would you like some wilted spinach with that? Yeah, and you put like some cream and stuff in with it, don't you? And stuff. I think. I, I don't know. I think so. I might even take some down tonight. <laughs> Have with my knocky tonight. <laughs> oh, very nice indeed. <laughs> knocky and wilted spinach. It will be on the website. Another recipe from Otis Scadding, the gardener. <laughs> and then right, we go over to the courgette patch, which has now been hit by mildew. Yeah, it does look a little bit silvery here. But yesterday I must have picked about 14 nearly marrow-sized courgettes and quite a few normal-sized courgettes, but they are now coming to the end of their end of their um, time here this year. Now, there is there's a natural recipe for mildew, which I'm aware of, and it's milk with something. You didn't tell me that, did you? No, I didn't, but I haven't <laughs> seen it because I haven't been here for a while. But I will, look, I will check it. I've seen it on social media... Um, but it's a milk recipe that actually is supposed to help mildew. This is the wineberry here from Caroline. And it's definitely doing what she said. It's starting to go crazy now. Oh, yes, yeah. you can well, see. Yeah. Yes. Four or five foot long. Yeah, definitely. So I think now it's got its roots down. I think each year it's going to get a bit more excitable. Definitely. I can see gooseberries. Well, I can see gooseberry bushes, but I don't see... Yeah, the oh gooseberries were, well, we were meant to be coming up here to do a podcast, weren't we, one evening, and we had rain. Yes, I remember now. To talk about the gooseberries. Yes, and there's no gooseberries there. And then I didn't cover the gooseberries. And oh. now, the birds have had a gooseberry fall, not us. Do you <laughs> we know were I, the fools, weren't we? Well, <laughs> well speak for yourself, <laughs> it's your allotment. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward. Let's move on then. Um, let's look. Let's talk about the sunflowers, which are looming. Well, one of them is, one of them is your height exactly. The other one is good. I mean, that must be sort of nine foot three meters. Must be. That's um, for the sunflower competition in September. We all get given two seeds to grow and um yeah that one's doing quite spectacular up there. yeah that's doing very well up there i'm just looking around the rest of the allotments one to see oh actually yeah you've, got, yeah you've got competition next door oh well you could be runner up let's uh, <laughs> i would i would have been very nice and used the um the winnings to buy you a pint but <laughs> you don't have to have one <laughs> Right, let's look at the next park. So we're walking down through the allotment. That's the one thing. It has grown everywhere. You can't, walk, you can't walk around here at the moment. <laughs> so what have we got on the pathway here? We have Crown Prince um, squashes. So we've got three or four when I looked yesterday. Today. Actually, they're beautiful. So. Now, you've talked about the um, the mildew on the... Um, courgettes. Courgettes, that's the word I'm looking for. But the... The, the squashes here are the same sort of colour, that lovely sort of greeny, silvery colour. They're a good size as well. They're, they're good. They're huge. They're, they're, they're a bit good. Then here we've um, got our last sowing of um, beetroot, which is coming through because beetroot's been very difficult to get going this year. We're not sure why. Maybe it's due to the hot weather we had back along. Yeah, possibly. Know. Possibly. But the, the next battle, and there's some, I've pricked out some down there to see whether it's worth pricking them out or just leaving them in a row and pulling them as they, you know... As they develop. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to try both those for our last pickings of those, hopefully. OK. Always looking... Right, I'm just picking my way through the squashes now. 
gosh, there's... Oh, oh, I've just trodden on the border. <laughs> well, that's one less leap for you, Chris. Oh, dear. <laughs> gosh, is it, this is really... I mean, there's, there is stuff growing everywhere. Lupins in front of me here. Yeah, lupins, they're ready for next year from my garden, and some up here as well. And then we've got some celery plants over there, which are looking very healthy. They look very healthy indeed. How long have they... Home. So when were you... Have you started harvesting the celery yet? Yeah, no, it a bit too early? No, it was a late batch, so right. that's, that's ready now. So that's probably about seven weeks ago, probably. Now, I'm really excited because in front of me, I can see sweet corn. And you had a bit of a problem last year with the sweet corn, but it's looking very promising this year. So what's, what have you done differently? Well, we haven't done anything. We should be coming up here and putting some old socks on there or some upside-down milk bottles or well, something. Well, do you know what? That's what I wondered, because last year a few people contacted us and said socks or upside-down milk bottles, but there's nothing on there, so... But they look good. Let me just take your socks off here, then. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't got any on. I haven't got any socks on. <laughs> but I am, I am fully clothed. I just haven't got any socks on, just to clarify that. So... So are like, you going to protect them? No, because we're going to try, yes. We're going to try the sock method. You are? Yep. Because are. having seen so many sweet corn on there now, gosh, it would be awful if you came back and... No, no we are going to try the sock. But I, I was wondering if you need to leave the tassels to go brown a, little, a bit more, because as soon as you put a sock on, are they going to... Oh, of course, yes, because you've got those tassels yeah. to go brown, so yeah. you know it's it's ready for picking. So I'd try that, or maybe we'll try both. Could you Could you not just cut a hole in the sock... So that the brown tassels stick could out the end, from, yeah. Yeah, and be. then you've got the best of both worlds. Oh, thinking, yeah, thinking, on, thinking on my feet with no <laughs> socks on. Yeah, look at you. <laughs> and then we have um, here about a hundred um, <laughs> prize winner leeks. That, um, ben, <laughs> I asked Ben to come up and plant the leeks out for me, which obviously you just you make a hole with your um, finger and you just drop the um, leek in when it's about a pencil thickness, and then just puddle them in, so you don't need to put soil around them or anything. So when were they done? When did Ben come and do this? About, they were done about three weeks ago. And the ones that you just stood on were done about five weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hard life being a podcaster so, with Otis Gadding, I can tell you. So there, we're all going to have a lot of leek and potato soup this year because... Um, that's also, good though, that's good. Also, yesterday we came up here, yes, and we cut the foliage off our... I think that was our main crop potatoes there. Right. So they're going to be dug up over, probably over this weekend and stored. But we also dug up our salad salad crop and um, second earlies, and they're being eaten as we speak at home at the moment. Very nice. Very nice very, indeed. Very, very nice. Brassica cage? The brassica cage is a bit of a funny story. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise how big this... They were meant to be miniature brassicas. It looks like there's some animal in there. But I'm too scared to take it off and get a, let the cabbage white go in there. <laughs> it's true though, isn't it? Well, yeah, you, you have got that, but you can see it is sort of like the, yes, the brassicas have actually lifted above the hoops. I think I might actually, that might be another job, mine. it? Yeah. I've got, I've got, I've got another cage, I have to get another cage. But that's, but then all joking <laughs> aside, I'm going to bail you out now. That's what it's all about. It's about learning, isn't it? Well, it's about learning, but they look like they're in prison. <laughs> they do look rather sort of like captured in there. Okay, so, oh, strawberries. So we had, last time we came up, which was a, a few weeks ago, admittedly, the strawberries were delicious, but I don't see any strawberries today. They're finished now. So what um, we've started doing, well, they're not here. We've um, taken some of the side shoots to propagate some new plants for So that's the runners, year, yeah. The runners for next year. But also, I've 
there's a few left to be cut off but i have cut off some on the other one yeah is to cut all the rest of them off because the plants are so healthy still just to keep them fed and they'll be used again next year and you know cause you don't have to replace them every year so, so how I've, many years would a strawberry plant go for before you actually do need to rely on I the think runners the sec- second year you can still have a very productive and it can go into the third but then then it starts yeah, to get yeah okay well as you say they're looking really really healthy so so then you've got just the herbs rosemary thyme and chives yeah um the tunnel's been a bit a bit of a disappointment this year so tell me why the tunnel has been a disappointment i can see i can see some signs of disappointment obviously but talk us through what's been happening in here well the, the, at the back the cucumbers have now died but to be honest they were we've had a lot of cucumber up till now that's right. the last week they've gone like that. they've just given up um same but we've picked i reckon we must have had 30 cucumbers so, so it's not bad so do you, is there a reason i mean the foliage doesn't look at all healthy i think it's called sort of like I, um yeah dead <laughs> brown yes <laughs> i think what's happened in this year is we've used peat reduced and peat free compost that we had and trying to keep the moisture in the pots as well as the feed and holding on to the, the feed and the moisture is just been a fighting battle right now i'd we, now we've had a joke since we've been up here which we always do but all joking aside if anybody's had any experience of growing in the peat free which ones have you used which ones have worked well which ones haven't worked so well because we used at home a peat free for my dahlias last year and they also didn't do particularly well so be really interested if anybody's got an experience of peat free which ones have worked which ones have worked well which ones have you tried but haven't worked so well and as you say you know some of these have really well, the, the cucumbers have gone now but they, they were very good um, early on but they are now yeah they got to go but they would have continued going on for another month really yeah it's a bit early isn't it yeah and the other thing that's gonna be gone probably within the next week is the tomatoes we have we've had a very good harvest yeah but yes the weather's not been on our side for ripening as much with the sun and everything mm, it's been very cloudy but hasn't it's it? the same thing the plants are yellow even though we've been feeding and watering you can't they're, they're just it's it, not what it's, it would normally be last year when we grew out of grow bags which obviously must have had more peat in them yeah yeah were very very productive so um and same with the peppers peppers last year we were picking sweet red peppers and um, jalapenos and everything all mm. loads of it but this year you're lucky to have one or two on a plant and last yeah. year we were picking about yeah. six to ten a plant all the time yeah i mean you've got some some tomatoes on here but you say they're green um, but that's ripen, yeah that's just the weather isn't it because it's but been really, quite grey you would have actually got more coming you would have got more trusses and yeah yeah but it's not going to happen this year so i'm actually freezing it all instead of eating them so we can they go on a bit longer mm. so the tunnel is our idea for next year is actually to grow in the ground in here now so at the moment the tunnel has got mypex a weed suppressant membrane across the floor so you'll take that up take just do like an l shape a board across the top yeah and down one side so the tomatoes will be in the ground cucumbers will be in the ground the peppers and everything we're still doing pots but we need to find the right compost to use mm. so again if anybody's got any experience or hints and tips do let us know you can contact me through the email address which is mike the gardener zero one at gmail.com and that's mike with an mic so really be interested or pop us a message on instagram i'm mike underscore the gardener and it's otis the gardener so we'd be really interested to hear what you no, think what your experience is but on the positive note in here yes because there is a positive no, there is. We, we have had a good harvest of tomatoes not as many as we would have liked 
um, but the cucumbers were very good at the beginning of the season. But the thing that I, has worked well, which doesn't really matter now because the plants are dying, <laughs> is um, the basil and the marigolds, which yeah. are, um, which have now faded now as well. But yeah, but they did actually keep all white fly and all that off the plants. So that's really interesting. That companion planting. So, so you've got the marigolds. That yeah, that's that's good. So companion planting marigolds with the tomatoes. It's done the trick. Yep, very much so. But also, there's another. I can see there's some chilies here as well, and some peppers. And I've picked, I've picked some of the chilies, but they're just it's not. They're not prolific. The plants were massive last year, and yes, the weather the weather hasn't been good though, has it? Yeah. Things like the um, tomatoes and the peppers and chilies do need a lot of heat, and we haven't had that. <laughs> we've we certainly we've not had that for about five weeks now. No, have we, we haven't. No. So um, yeah, that that has been a battle. But we have been feeding with like liquid sea and tomato feed, and. In, you just can't get the plants that look healthy. Yeah. And usually with chilli plants, they're usually packed with fruits. Flate of flower, yeah. Yeah. Um, they're, they're the same size when we bought them, nearly. Yeah. It's <laughs> disappointing, isn't it? But, yeah. Okay. I'm not giving up because last year they were really good. <laughs> right. Where are we heading now, then? I'm trying to pick my way through so I don't tread on anything else. So then um, we're still picking um, runner beans, um, all different varieties which we discussed before yeah um and the french beans are now coming to an end but the french beans were very prolific the purple um ones and the tender stem the not tender stem um tender green or something they were very good and i mean we've got bagfuls in the freezer at home <laughs> so and that's again that's lovely because to, to think you've got that fresh produce to have at a later date um, so what have we got going over there on the left-hand corner up the trellis? That's um, butternut squashes and, um, yeah, butternut squashes, and they're down around the base of the um, sweet, sweet corn. corn. Sweet yeah, corn I thought well. I saw some earlier, yeah. As well as nasturtiums that are popping up from last year. Yeah, I saw those as well, <laughs> so, yes. in, in between the leeks. Yes, and this, this weekend's going to be dig the potatoes up and weed amongst the leeks. Okay. So any ideas on what I could be putting in shortly or whenever would be muchly appreciated because we've got some gaps up here now. Okay, so yeah, so you've got some gaps. So if, if there are any people out there, any allotmenteers out there, what are you planting now? We're in the middle of August. Do drop us a line. Let us know what are you putting into the ground now? What are you hoping to harvest? So what are you putting in now? When do you hope to, to harvest those um, plants let us know drop us a line that'd be really interesting um, and perhaps even get you to come on and have a little chat with us so in front of us here we, the, this, is, this is the rainbow beetroot that i've pricked out which are all looking very healthy yeah so, they are actually aren't they so i'm hoping within you know four or five weeks we might have some beetroot <laughs> very nice and um, then we got the um, the last chance we a couple of weeks oh, about two three weeks ago we put another three rows of um carrots in mm. because that was the last time you can get them in before the winter yeah yeah and then it goes on to mixed varieties of radish which hopefully they should be maturing probably in the next week or two we we'll only have a lot of radishes given away Ooh, lovely <laughs> I, I, love, I love a good radish yeah i love a good radish um rhubarb on the end yeah no we, we're still using some of it but um we're letting it rest we don't want to keep stripping it completely so yeah i think we talked about that last time resting rhubarb so you you don't keep it productive all the time uh, you can you could now because that plant's so mature you could you we could be using it now but you don't want to completely strip it of stems no mm. so yes okay so is there anything we've missed on the plot today before we 
before we had them, just kind of a walk around. Well, the other thing that um, worked out very well was um, growing this, we had some sweet pea um, seedlings that we didn't know what to do with, so we just planted them in with the French beans and they grew together and they actually worked out all right actually. Yeah, when we were up there earlier I saw the sweet peas, is that? They're, they're disappearing as well now because of what it, the weather and everything, but... They, they did do actually quite well, considering they put in late. And the other thing with sweet peas is if you harvest the seeds, they do come true to type. So that's a good way round. Some dwarf oh, beans. Oh, some dwarf. Oh, look at those, those purple beans. Lovely. Really nice. The thing is, they, when you cook them, they turn green. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why don't they stay purple? It would be nice, wouldn't it? It's very a, nice. Are there varieties out there that stay purple? Well, again, if, yeah. if anybody's got any adventurous bean types that we can consider growing or Otis and Ben can consider growing, do let us know. And I'm just going to have a quick look in here to see if I can see it, what's going any button. Oh, yes, look at those. Yeah. Well, that one's... That one's that unfortunately... One's yeah. But that's looking very healthy. And then they're... Oh, look at the big... Um, oh, this one oh there, gosh, look. look at that. That's What's that one called? Is that... Um, that's Crown Prince as well. Right? That's Crown Prince as well. But there's oh, yeah. but this weather where it's been so wet and they've been sat rubbing against each other. My goodness me. That's a big crown prince. That's a it? big crown prince, isn't it? Now that is probably the size, what is it? It's um, probably about a good... That's a good pumpkin size, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> good pumpkin size. Just trying to think how big that is across. Probably about 30 centimetres. <laughs> The size of my head. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go get your hat. <laughs> right. Um, well, I think that's it. Yeah, so hopefully the next time we'll be here, we'll be talking about the like winter plantings and um, possibly See how just, the sweet um, corn go. And sweet corn's gone and preparing the ground ready for the new season. Well, I look forward to coming up here again. Look forward to the crops before then, of course, obviously, and some more dahlias. And hopefully them brassicas can get out of their cage by then <laughs> right well thank you as always it's been a pleasure chatting to you um what are you going to give me to take home you can have some beans oh thank you very much indeed <laughs> we'll see you all next time thanks for listening bye-bye bye, -bye. bye.